if you're in Australia and you buy any new car in the foreseeable future and you don't take the time to do this one simple thing to protect yourself, then you're a goose. Unwittingly, perhaps, but still a goose. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. <laughs> for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously. Or you can just click the card that's... possibly up there now, dude. Okay, in my very last video, I talked about a dude named Timothy Rigby who bought a T60 LDV dual cab shitbox U. Okay, and this is an objective determination. That thing was a shitbox. Like, he bought it in 2018, and he works at a surf club up on the Gold Coast in Queensland. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Anywho, Timothy becomes quite concerned because within a shortish period of time, LDV shitbox starts transforming itself from the swan to the ugly duckling we know as a bucket of rust. And it's got, like, rust everywhere. Okay, and he takes it back to the dealer and they quote him up on repairing the rust. And the official quote to repair the rust is like 49 grand or something, which is a lot more than a replacement car would be brand new. Okay, so this is something of a problem. And he goes, well, you've got to fix it. And they go, uh, uh, sorry, dude, you work at a surf club. So you park by the ocean and it's that that's doing this to our fine machine it's all down to you and he goes you've got to be kidding i'm taking you to court and he goes to court and he wins long story short the judge finds in his favor he says words to the effect of that shitbox is made of low quality materials that's a quote not the shitbox part judges never say that but not publicly and <laughs> The, the official quote is low quality material or poor quality material, something of that nature, which is now an official legal determination linked to the T60 dual cab ute, which I would not want if I were LDV Automotive. Anyway, so that's good because Tim wins, the good guys win, it's a victory for consumer law, blah, blah, blah. But I've read the whole judgment and these things are lengthy documents and I'll leave a link in the description so that you can check it out in full too if you'd like. Anywho, the one thing that concerns me about all of this is to do with consumer law and the consumer guarantees, which you can look up, you just Google ACCC consumer guarantees, okay, and it'll all be laid out in all of its legal majesty. Now, the consumer guarantees trump the warranty, essentially. So you've got the law and then the warranty, and the law wins, okay? That's just how this works. One of the consumer guarantees is the guarantee of acceptable quality, which in part says that the stuff you buy, goods and services, needs to match the description made about it online, in the brochure, by the manufacturer, by the salesperson. Okay, needs to match that description. All right. And one of the things that, as far as I can see, was not really relied on that heavily in the Tim versus LDV case is what did the manufacturer say about the product? And I'd suggest this is absolutely crucial. And this is what you need to do if you buy any new car from any manufacturer, no matter how good 
or bad, just to protect yourself. You need to establish for the sake of protecting yourself if something goes wrong, exactly what do they claim about the product. So the first place I went to look about what LDV claims in respect of its shitbox, poor quality materials, T60 dual cab, is I went and looked at the television commercials. So they've got a 30 second TVC, all right? And what I did with the TVC was I just cut out the bits that did not depict that vehicle operating near the coast, in the water, on the sand, or all sorts of operational depictions that are clearly linked with those sort of coastal aquatic applications. Take a look. Have a guess for me how long that clip was, right? Just the coastal bit of a 30-second television commercial. Just ballpark it for me, will you? Because one of the cool things about, you know, digital editing and that kind of thing is you can get endless information. There's actually 22 seconds out of 30 in that depiction of operational modes of that vehicle where the vehicle is either towing a boat or driving past the ocean or driving near the ocean or on the sand or through the frigging water, all of which I would have thought is a little harsher than just parking in a car park outside a frigging surf club. So 22 seconds out of 30 is nearly 75% of that TVC that depicts that manner of operation. And then when I went to their website, you know, there's just infinite shots. There's 11 still images on the LDV Automotive T60 dual cab ute page today, which depict modes of operation like we just discussed. Near the coast, on the water, towing a boat, driving through the water. All of that sort of thing, okay? And then I downloaded the frigging brochure. And you could just cut up the pages in the brochure and throw them on the floor and pick one at random. And there's a better than 50% chance that the page you pick up will depict, by virtue of an image on that page, a mode of operation that is, like we just discussed, related to coastal operation and water, okay? So... That kind of tells me something about what the manufacturer claims about the application for that vehicle. And it's diametrically opposed to the quote-unquote defence that they ran, which is, oh, you parked outside a surf club, therefore it's rusting, okay? The difficulty here for you down the track, because you can never know what the problems are going to be, and... If you want to be a bit Baden-Powell about it, you need to be prepared now. It's like Noah, not that Noah existed, but Noah made the ark before the rain. And what I'm suggesting you do is make an ark to protect yourself from this flood, just in case the rain gets heavier than you expect, okay? Here's what I suggest you do, right? The first thing I suggest you do is download the brochure and keep it for posterity. Okay, and then I'd suggest you take screenshots of the website, okay, of the pages on the website related to the vehicle that you buy. And then 
I'd suggest you download those pages. And that's very easy to do in Google. In Google Chrome, you just go file, save page as, and it will download all of the assets for that web page into a folder on your desktop. And the third thing I suggest you do is identify the TVC, find it online, download it, okay? Do a screen recording or just find a downloader that'll download it, whatever. Just get a copy and keep it. And by keep it, I mean keep it on your desktop or in a folder or something, but also put it in the cloud. So put it up there in your Google Drive or your Dropbox or whatever you use as a repository of online this and that. Because three, four, five years down the track when you've got a problem and you're taking it up with them and they're going, oh, but, but you parked it outside of the kiddies' kindergarten where you worked and it's allergic to the sound of children laughing and crying. Like, you've got to go and find the assets that depict that vehicle parked in exactly those situations or whatever, right? Keep the promises that are made because five years down the track, the models will have moved on, the television commercials will have moved on, the brochures will have moved on, and none of that stuff related to the vehicle that you buy today is going to be easily accessible, certainly not as easily accessible as it is the day that you buy that vehicle. That's when you should procure those assets and save them for posterity, okay? And it's so easy to do. This will cost you nothing. This is like so much cheaper than sitting in front of a solicitor and saying, oh, Jesus, they're brushing me. What do I do? This is like you're doing the fundamental evidence gathering. And it gobsmacks me that this stuff was not deployed in the Rigby versus Asshole Dealer case recently with the T60 Ute because there's absolutely no doubt that the brochure and the web pages and the television commercial constitute not just a promise, but a recommendation for a reasonable person to go and take that vehicle and drive it as close to, on top of, and through as much salt water as you want, dude. And then to claim that we're not going to look after you because you parked near the coast, like, come on. They even sold him that car from a dealership that you could basically trip over on the way out and land in the beach, okay? That's the inherent hypocrisy of this particular matter that made me think about what you should do if you're going to buy a new car anytime soon. It's like, download those assets, dude. Don't put it off. Don't, you know, because you'll be six to 12 months down the track and you'll be going, yeah, yeah, I got to do that one day. Do it now. Do it on the day that you pay the deposit, just in case. Because more than anything else, this particular case and some other landmark ones as well, like the Princess of Poshtovia, Sally Morphy, who took on uh, Land Rover and won, at, but at considerable cost, and she had to fight a big battle to win. And uh, lucky she's rich because the legal bill was like 130 grand, and thankfully there was an award for costs granted against Land Rover so that she recouped her legal bills, right? But when you look at the Morphe case, you can just Google Sally Morphe Land Rover and you'll get infinity references to that. You can have a look at the Rigby case. I'll put a link to that case uh, in the description of this video. It's a window into the astounding capability of some car makers 
to deny all logic and reason, to push ethics to one side and morality and just behave like complete card-carrying cocks. And then you've just got to rely on the court and are they going to be reasonable? Do you get a good judge who's got his feet grounded in reality or have you got one of those nutbag judges who just doesn't see it, okay? The more evidence you can get, the better. And I'd suggest that this is a dead easy thing to do and it protects you so effectively, potentially, all right? Because looking at this body of evidence, you know, this overwhelming preponderance of depiction of that poor quality materials shitbox LDV spearing through the water, past the water, on the water, on the sand, all of that stuff. When you look at that, it's abundantly clear that a reasonable person would form the view that it's okay to use that vehicle near the ocean, okay? But if you don't have those assets five years down the track or something when you've got a real problem and there's like a $50,000 bill to repair the rust on a car that costs maybe, well, it's worth maybe, I don't know, 10 grand today, then it's uneconomical for you to repair it and you've got to rely on consumer law to protect you. And if you don't have the promises, if you haven't got the evidence, if you can't say to the judge, here's what they said about the car, here's the TVC, here's the brochure, here's the archived web pages, and I formed the view that it was beyond reasonable to park in a public car park outside my place of work, which is a couple of hundred metres from the ocean, based on what the advertising and what the brochure and what the website showed me the vehicle doing, right? If you can just say that, happy days. But imagine going out and trying to convince the car maker to give you a brochure for a five-year-old car because you intend to sue them. I can just hear the sound of roller shutters going down in front of you. So get the assets today, dude. Hope you never have to use them, but it's always nice to have them up there in perpetuity in the cloud just in case.